Good morning. <laughs> Hello. And how the devil are we all? Are we all good? I really, 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 really hope so. Any old how? Oh my goodness me. Right. We have a whale of a programme for you today. <laughs> now I am going away um, tonight. So uh, we are having a couple of days in Wales, Welsh Wales. So um, we're going away tonight and we are going to stay with one of my aunties in Wales and we are going to visit tomorrow uh, the amazing Amaze Plays uh, Soft Play Centre, which is in Cardiff. And it is, I have, I'm sure that you've heard me say it before, it is the most amazing soft play centre ever, ever, ever. Which is why it's called Amaze Plays. <laughs> Um, and we, I've got a couple of friends who run it, um, and they are South African people, um, and it is, uh, just, they're just amazing people, and everything's amazing about it. <laughs> As I say, that's why it's called Amaze Plays. So, we will be there tomorrow, me and my children, um, so that we can, uh, they, well, they can play, not me. I won't play, honest. I'm just going to sit in the little cafe place and have a sausage roll or two. <laughs> Definitely have a little drink, cup of coffee. So, and watch them play. Uh, so yes, that's what we're going to be doing. Um, which I am really looking forward to. Just a couple of days away. Ah. <sighs> And let my kids run riot in a place where it doesn't matter if they run riot because that's what it's for. Um, and they'll be able to play. They've got like um, they've got like the the normal things, which is the the balls, the ball pit, and the climbing things and all the rest of it. But they've got an amazing little um, kitchen, um, a little house bit. They've got a fire engine, a fire uh, station bit, a police station bit. Um, and they've even got a little fire engine that you can sit in as well. Um, they've got a building bit with bricks and you can wear a hard hat, um, a little shop. It's just the best place ever. So if you are there, if you are in Wales, come and visit it and say hi. <laughs> right. Today, 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 today. Um, well, it's Friday, isn't it? Who's got that Friday feeling? Me, clearly, quite clearly. Hmm. So who wants to know what are impossible question is today? Hmm. Well, it's actually, how long are millipedes? Millipedes. Well, let's find out. So it's easy to measure 
one millipede. Okay, but it's impossible to answer this question for millipedes in general. For starters, scientists think there may be eighty thousand different kinds of millipedes. What? The tiniest, just over three millimeters long, just a little shorter than a grain of rice. While the largest millipedes can grow longer, oh my goodness, than an adult's forearm. So that's from your elbow to your wrist. <gasps> oh, imagine a um, an, a millipede that long. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Even millipedes of the same species can be very different lengths, depending on how good they are at finding food. And how many birthdays they've had. <laughs> have you ever seen a millipede having a birthday party? Wearing a little birthday hat. Uh, and eating birthday cake. Ooh, yum, yum. <laughs> I wonder what their birthday cake would be made of. Mm, very strange. Anyway, unlike humans, some millipedes keep on growing for their entire lives by adding new segments to their bodies. Each new segment has two pairs of legs. It's lucky they don't need school shoes. Blimey! Long or short, millipedes are needed by forests around the world. They chomp away at dead leaves that gather on the forest floor, breaking them down so that all the nutrients trapped inside can be recycled and used by new living things. Although the word millipede means a thousand feet, no one has ever found a millipede with a thousand legs. The record is around 750 legs. And strangely, these belong to some of the shortest millipedes. How strange. So there you go. Now you know how to measure a millipede. <laughs> so, 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 so. What about a fun fact of the day? Hmm. I think a fun fact would be good to find out when you make the best decisions. Mm -hmm. Let us see. Now, don't forget, we've got four answers, four possible answers. A, B, C or D. You have to pick one and then at the end say whether you have picked the right choice. So you will probably make better decisions when you A are hungry, B are tired, C need a wee or D have just been stung by a wasp. Wow! So what do you think the answer is? A, B, C or 
ready? Pick one. <laughs> and now we will find out what the answer is. So if I were to offer you a bar of your absolute most favourite chocolate right now, but then said, actually, if you can wait until tomorrow, I will give you £10 instead. What would you do? Admittedly, if the bar of chocolate were the size of your dog, then I wouldn't blame you if you just wanted to start scoffing it. However, assuming it was a pretty standard-sized bar... Even though devouring the bar immediately would no doubt result in a whole heap of instant happiness, <laughs> just think how many more chocolate bars or other far more sensible things you could buy tomorrow if you waited for that £10 instead. In other words... Resisting the urge for instant gratification would give you a much greater chance of even more heavenly joy in the long term. But whilst it's pretty clear that waiting until tomorrow would be the better decision, ignoring the damage that all that chocolate might do to your teeth, it certainly wouldn't be an easy one to make. I mean, let's face it. When presented with a mouth-watering bar of chocolatey goodness, it's pretty unlikely you'd be able to think beyond the first mouthful, let alone as far ahead as tomorrow. So what might help you to make this difficult but ultimately a better decision? Well, some scientists attempted to find out the answer to this question by doing a similar kind of experiment with a group of volunteers. Bizarrely, they found that when the volunteers needed a wee, they were more likely to resist the temptation of instant gratification and make a decision with a better long-term outcome. Wow! But why does this happen? Well, when you need a wee, the part of your brain responsible for bladder control kicks in, controlling the physical urge to just, you know, let it all out and wee on the floor. You're probably pretty good at controlling this urge. Well, most of the time anyway. (laughs) Interestingly, scientists believe that the same part of your brain is responsible for controlling your emotional urges too, like the urge to just eat that bar of chocolate right now. Just means you can't do more than one thing at a same time, really. (laughs) This would explain why, when you need a wee, you might be more able to control your desire for instant pleasure and instead make a better long-term decision. In fact, several world leaders 
including former UK Prime Minister David Cameron, have admitting to using this full bladder technique to maintain focus and clarity during their speeches and negotiations. How weird. But maybe that's why department stores usually have lots of toilets. They want you to do lots of wheeze. So you have an empty bladder. After all, if you needed a wee when you were out shopping, you might be stopped from following your emotional urges that tell you to ask your mum for that extra Lego set that you don't really need. Or yet another trampoline. I mean, where exactly are you going to put it? <laughs> so, there you go. The answer is C. Who picked C? Yes, some of you will have done. You will probably make better decisions when you need a wee. Well, 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 well. <laughs> so, Tomorrow, 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 what fun fact do we have? We have, eventually, when my book finally comes up, mm, it is about animals and funny shaped poop. <laughs> of course it is. So anyway, 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 there we go. That is the fun fact for today. Um, so what, what day is it today? Hmm? Well, now I happen to know that Audrey um, looks forward to finding out what... Um, what days of the week it is, or what days of the um, month it is. So, Audrey, today, it may be Friday, and it may be the 14th of April, but it's also Day of Silence. Shh. Everybody's got to be silent. That's going to make it very, very difficult for me to tell a story, isn't it? Hmm... Maybe we'll all be silent after the story. What do you think? <laughs> it's also National Gardening Day. So I'm a little bit, mm, a little bit upset because um, I have to go to work. And instead of going to work, I should be out in my garden gardening because it's gardening day. Do you think that I could phone my boss and I could say... Sorry, can't come to work. It's gardening day. Do you think he'd understand? No, I don't think so either. <laughs> it's National Dolphin Day. Who doesn't love dolphins? And for some unknown reason, National Look Up at the Sky Day. Well, yep, yeah, I like looking up at the sky. 
Oh, just sit there looking up at the sky, watching the clouds, mm, waiting for it to rain. <laughs> and it's also in the US only, um, not everywhere else. It's National Pecan Day. Well, I like pecans, so I wish it was Pecan Day here. But, right, what story shall we read? We have got... Little Miss Stubborn. Not only Little Miss Stubborn, but Little Miss Stubborn and the Wrong Advice. <gasps> Sounds good to me. So, lookity, lookity, look, look, look. Here we go. <gasps> How stubborn is Little Miss Stubborn? Well, I'll tell you exactly how stubborn she is. She was driving along the other day when she came to a sign which said, Bridge washed away. Nonsense, she cried. If I want to drive along this road, then I will. And she carried straight on into the river. Splash! Well, she would, wouldn't she? There was no bridge. That's how stubborn Little Miss Stubborn is. The one thing she hates more than anything else in life is advice. If you are as stubborn as Little Miss Stubborn, advice is there to be ignored. For instance, she always walks under ladders, which is how she had a paint pot of yellow paint fall on her head. She never wears a hat when it's cold, which is why she has icicles dangling from her nose. <sighs> And she always opens umbrellas indoors, which is how she broke her vase. Not because she particularly wants to, but because she has been told that she shouldn't. And needless to say, little Miss Stubborn was fed up. However... Last Monday, she met little Miss Sunshine. Miss Stubborn was covered in wet paint. The sign on the bench had read wet paint. But she had sat on the bench all the same. Do you know what your problem is, said Miss Sunshine. You always ignore good advice. You ought to start listening to what people have to say and save yourself a lot of trouble. On the way home, Miss Stubborn thought about what Little Miss Sunshine had said. And she thought about it over dinner. And she stayed up all night thinking about it. And by the morning, she had decided that she would take 
Little Miss Sunshine's advice, which meant listening to everyone else's advice as well. She set off into town shopping. The first person she met was Mr Wrong. Oh, don't turn right at the end of the road. There's a hole in the ground, advised Mr Wrong. Miss Dubbin was about to say, oh, don't be ridiculous, when she stopped and remembered what she had decided. Thank you, she said. When she got to the end of the road, she turned left and fell down a hole. Bump! Oh, Mr Wrong had got it wrong as usual. The next day, she took little Miss Dotty's advice and used the hairdresser she recommended. Oh dear, it did not work out well. She took Mr Silly's advice on the best place to buy an umbrella. Uh, that didn't work out very well either because it was a tiny, tiny, tiny umbrella and she got soaking wet. She took Little Miss Scatterbrain's advice on directions to the beach and got lost in the countryside. And Mr Dizzy told her about his new shortcut to avoid the traffic and she got stuck in a big long traffic jam and little Miss Stubborn was fed up again. At the end of the week she met little Miss Sunshine in the grocer's. Mind the, began little Miss Sunshine. Stop! said little Miss Stubborn. No more advice. But no, said little Miss Stubborn. You're about to... Not another word, demanded little Miss Stubborn and turned and pointed to a sign. I know this is a slippery floor and I want to go this way and so I will. And with that, she slipped over on the wet floor. Bump! You really are the most stubborn person I know, laughed Little Miss Sunshine. No, I'm not, she said. <laughs> I think she might be, don't you? Deary me. Well now, so we have had an impossible question, we've had a fun fact, we've had a story, what else have we had? We've had lots of days. Um, I do want to say hi to Audrey, very, very quickly hi to Audrey, because she went on a very long road trip and went back and listened to some of my 
first stories I think she was listening to um the enchanted wood stories oh no the wishing chair stories which were very very popular lots of people loved those and I so wish that I had more of those to, to read but they are still in the library if you want to um in my in my library on here if you want to listen to them you can listen to right from when we very first started so um i am going to love you and leave you and when i come to you tomorrow i will be talking to you from wales i won't be talking to you in welsh though because i can't speak welsh so i will still be talking to you in my normal voice but I will be enjoying myself in Welsh Wales um, and my children will be enjoying themselves immensely at Amaze Play's Soft Play. So you all have the most amazing day. Um, if you are in um, Wales uh, over the weekend and you are near Cardiff, come and say hi. So, um, at Amaze Plays. So, anyway, you all have a great day. Make sure that you take care and make sure that you stay safe. And I'll see you all again tomorrow. Bye for now.